So the balance factor in there is the hardest part, as easy yeah. as I can say it. I think there's a lot of worship leaders who are feeling that same way. Hey everyone, this is Matt McCoy. I know that this new season has created a lot of new challenges for you as a worship leader. And because of this, we decided to do a handful of new episodes called Community Stories, where basically I sit down with a worship leader from Loop Community, and we just dig into their real life story about how COVID-19 is impacting their worship leading, their church, and their personal life balance. So listen in on this conversation with someone from our community. I hope this is encouraging to you in this new season. Steven, what's up? Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, man. You are live. What's up? Good to see you. Awesome. Yeah, you as well. Uh, I've never done this before, so thanks for reaching out. No, it's awesome. So, so Steven, where are you in the world right now? I am in the wonderful city of Baltimore, Maryland. It's the Baltimore County, but about 20 minutes from downtown. So. Yeah, and you're a worship leader? Uh, my wife is technically the worship leader of our church. Um, I am... The guy who hangs out with all the musicians, I'm the drummer. All right, yeah. yeah. Just joking. Um, that's the only drummer joke. That's the only drummer <laughs> joke I know. <laughs> that's a good one. What's COVID-19 been like for a drummer? Well, a lot more work. I've never you thought know, about it from a perspective of someone in the band. I've always been thinking about it from a worship leader. But so like oh. the band, like, yeah, like how, what does this even look like for, you know, you as a, as a player in the band? Well, aside from being the band, I just want to back up just for a second, just because um, just a little bit of background about me. I'm a radiology tech. I work at Johns Hopkins Hospital. So uh, right now I'm kind of frontline, been redirected to work in the COVID unit. And uh, <laughs> so aside from doing that, uh, I come home to my wife and children. And uh, instead of, you know, going to uh, church on Wednesday nights or Sunday morning, um, it's a thing where you know, we come home and plan, <laughs> plan our worship and how in the world we're going to get that out to people. And, uh, you know, being the drummer uh, in the band, um, just to give you a little bit of reference, our church is mainly a volunteer basis. Uh, and so I uh, took on the responsibility of, you know, implementing a new sound system and then implementing in-ear monitors and kind of taking things to the next level. And then we chose Loop Community uh, through different searches and reviews. So, uh, on that regard, thank you very much, uh, because you have taken us to the next level in okay. worship. So that's, awesome. that's kind of where Happy we sit help. there. Yeah. yeah. But as far as it looks right now, it's been more of an escape than anything to come home and plan with my wife and record and just get creative. So, yeah. So you're like, you are working all day long in a hospital helping like COVID patients? Uh, yeah. So uh, again, just to kind of back up, um, I work in an area called CVIL. So it's a cardiovascular interventional lab and I work as an x-ray tech there. So that area is mostly elective procedures. We do have a lot of emergencies, but those are, haven't been coming in as much because people are afraid to come to the hospital. Yeah. Um, unless it's truly a real emergency, which we take care of. But um, from my standpoint, uh, I'm not a nurse, I'm not a doctor, I'm a radiology tech. So what they've done to us is teach us how to be safety officers and runners. So what we're doing is sitting in these areas, either it's called donning or doffing, where they put on their gear or take their gear off and basically we'll watch every move they make and make sure that they're safe. 
and then we clean it and recirculate it and go from there. So that's kind of a little bit of wow. what we're dealing with. So, Man, yeah. well, thank you for what you're doing. That seems like you're putting your life at risk. <laughs> but thanks for doing it. <laughs> to be honest with you, it's, it's weird because um, I almost feel safer doing that than going to Walmart <laughs> because yeah. everyone's really watching every move they make. Versus, yeah, they're being careful. You know, but, totally. But, you know, I appreciate that and my pleasure. So then, so your wife's the worship leader of the church, you're the drummer, and then you come home and you guys are start, you start planning the worship for your church. What has church even been looking like for your church during these past couple of weeks? Are you guys doing online services or? Yes. So, yeah, we're not meeting at all, uh, you know, doing the whole social distancing yeah. thing and they're not activated. Uh, what I will say is, is this, is that we had gone back and forth uh, with live streaming in the past. We just never really pulled the trigger per se. And, um, it's a thing now where we're like, well, we have no choice. We're going to do what we can and who can volunteer. There was a, a there is a guy at our church. Uh, his name's Aaron. He's really stepped up to the plate because um, he has had, you know, experience with planning and, and really getting everything going with live streaming. So he stepped up and got us. We were online in like three days. We yeah. got, we went through BoxCast and okay. um, really just got things going. So. So yeah, what are you guys using to stream? You're using Boxcast, and then Boxcast. Does, that, does that stream out to Facebook and YouTube simultaneously or something? Yeah, yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah, he he really put in a lot of work to figure out what was the best, and versus like you know basically everybody was scrambling, you know, trying to figure out okay if you don't already have it, how to get it, and what's the best way and the cheapest and yeah. all the above. So yeah, Boxcast for us was the best. Are you guys pre-recording or? Yeah. Um, is it like completely live? No, the first week we did live, which was, okay. you know, which was fun, but it was also very nerve wracking, uh, you know, uh, but, but yeah, we, uh, we record everything ahead of time now, which has really worked out very well because um, Aaron is a guy at our church that's basically, he's the hub of everything. So he receives everything. And uh, so it's been just the easiest thing to pre-record yeah. and then throw it in there and it's it's been working out uh, a lot of good results a lot of people reached so it, it's it's been a success and what's the setup look like as far as your band like is it just is it stripped down or full band well right now we have myself the drummer my wife the vocalist and we typically have one or two other vocalists uh another male and female his name is bradley and then uh female um hannah uh, we haven't been really in close contact with them just because, you know, we've all got our things going on. They're a little bit younger than us. Um, and then Scott, our acoustic guitarist, he, uh, he is actually in the National Guard. So he's been deployed and very busy in the midst of not really knowing what he's going to do. So, yeah. And, and uh, that's essentially our band every week. Um, we're not a very small church, but we're also not a very large church. We're right in the center. So, that's mainly the reason why we decided to implement the IEMs with the multi-tracks because it gives us that full band sound. And if he, you know, he does drill, you know, once a month and then two weeks out of the year. So when he goes off and does his thing, we have the ability to sound like a full band, which is awesome. What IEMs did you guys end up going with? Oh, geez. Um, they, I could go get them and look, but uh, we, we did get them on Amazon. And it was a thing where we were kind of working on a shoestring budget because people really weren't sure like if we were going to yeah. continue on so i mean these iams were like 20 bucks and then i bought like a i bought a headphone amp so we're not wireless we're um, okay yeah we're tethered so we kind of made this rig uh to 
you know, work with the, the loop community app to split the tracks and send it to the house and then we get click and queue. So that's and you kinda... guys did this just for the live streams basically. No, no, no. Uh, we actually did this. It's been about a year and a half or two years now we've been using yeah. loop community stuff. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, no, it's, we've gotten great feedback. And in, in fact, uh, there were times when it was just like me and my wife up there, she's playing keyboards and the, key, the keyboard and uh, yeah. singing and I'm playing the drums and we're like, okay, this is going to be a little weird, but we'll, uh, we'll we're going to do this. So yeah. we did, we did it. And uh, it was crazy, almost more emotional because we approached it in the sense where we could try to say, Hey, imagine like we're not even here. And we somehow transcended into this, place where we weren't there and i looked out and uh i just started crying like right there because it was like people are raising their hands and closing their eyes and they're in deep worship yeah. and it's just me and my wife up there we're like this is awesome yeah that's cool <laughs> so yeah there's a lot of churches struggling right now financially yeah totally. um just because like churches are putting you know budget freezes on or i mean i've heard of worship leaders losing their jobs at churches and you know because i think people too like with the market people are afraid you know what's going on with their money and yeah. so but i think what is interesting about what you said though is that there's a lot of churches who won't use in your monitors just because it's too expensive but actually there is a budget way to do it there is a way and if i would be decide, glad to share that with anybody yeah like if you're we cool did with not going wireless and just like go into a headphone amp run some like long headphone cables to each person maybe sacrifice some mixing capabilities there like you can actually do it pretty affordable yeah um i don't remember the exact amount but i mean it was in the hundreds uh, it, it didn't reach the thousands, I don't yeah. think, and yeah. which was awesome because it, it gave us the ability to trial it. And with the church like us and, and people that aren't like staff or full time or have experience to be able to play live with a click track and to be able to play with a multi-track, it's 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 kind of tough. Like you have to kind of know what you're doing and yeah, kind of be a little bit seasoned in your crafts with uh, instrument or vocals, whatever have you will. But yeah, there is a way to do it and even get the most simpler churches. I don't mean to say simple. Yeah, just like you know basic, budget friendly. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a way to low tech, low tech and get you running. And yeah. it's it's possible. And yeah. Like I said, I would be willing to guide anyone down that road who wants to kind of take it to the next level or be able to do something like we did. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the barrier to entry is not too high. So have you guys been using tracks in your... Uh live streams yep uh we have and i, I was nervous on that because i do know <laughs> a lot of the laws and the algorithms that facebook and youtube uses that catch things and you know we don't want to break the law but at, yeah, at right. the same time we want to make sure that we're you know doing the work that we came to do and yeah. and in the best way possible because the lord deserves that right uh so so yeah, we, we've been using it. We've had really good luck since. And in fact, I, I, uh, when I was just trying to get everything going, I spoke to one of, um, uh, gentlemen, I think the marketing director, Derek. Yeah. Super helpful. He was awesome. Yeah. He, you know, we, I kind of picked his brain a little bit, like saying like, Hey, we have this capability. What can we do? What we can't, what can't we do? And then he gave me the kind of the insight of saying like, you know, if you take out some of the instruments, um, and you're playing another instrument over top, the algorithms don't catch it. Like I said, we're not trying to break the law, but we're also trying to make sure that, you know, we give the worship experience that, you know, we can and we're capable of doing. So, so yeah, what I've been doing was, and this is what I talked to Derek over the phone, 
he was trying to get me to the point where I could take the multi tracks and get them onto Facebook or YouTube. We could play along with them. And uh, he helped us out tremendously in figuring it out. Basically, I've been taking my phone because we, we don't use Ableton. You know, right. like I said, we, we use the Prime we, app. We Prime app from my phone converted into the first week we converted into the uh, the headphone jack on my on my mac mini yeah. and i was able to record the multi-track in garage band and once it was in garage band then i recorded uh my wife separately vocals but okay. she she was uh listening to her phone with the multi-track so i recorded her and then i went into adobe premiere and i tethered it together matched it up that's yeah. really, really creative. Uh, that so, yeah, well, so luckily, uh, side tangent here, a year ago, I decided to take my hobby of flying drones and f- with photography and yeah. uh, turn it into a little side business hustle, if you will. And um, so with that being said, like, you know, working with a little bit of different real estate and construction, um, I had th- I had that editing software to be able to throw that stuff in there and do that. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. So I really want to get a drone. I've been trying to get convince my wife to let me get one. It'd be really fun. <laughs> I yeah. would definitely crash it though because I'm way too risky. Like I start, I would get way too risky with one of those things. Well, the one that I have, you know, it's a little bit more ex- on the expensive side. It's a DJI Phantom Four Pro, and uh, it uh, it has collision avoidance. So as long as you're not like flying crazy, it'll beep at you. It won't move. It'll yeah. avoid that. But. Uh, yeah. But I yeah, would you probably can... fly too crazy for that collision avoidance system. <laughs> so you you like adrenaline like me? I like it. Yeah, that's the other <laughs> same. That's the same reason why I, I I also would love to get my pilot's license, and I'm just like not going to do it because I know my I would just get too risky. I think <laughs> it'd be a death wish. Well, so, you can you can get your drone pilot's license. So I did that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I'll settle for that. Um, Stephen. So my yeah. last question for you is uh, like when you think about what worship leading looked like for you and your wife, you know, four months ago before coronavirus, and then look at it as it is now, what would you say has been like the hardest thing? Like the most like difficult balance, thing? balance, balance, balance. Um, hands down. Um, so before coronavirus, my wife and I were heavily involved in the church in general. I've had the opportunity of uh, being the youth leader at my church for five years now, board member and member of the band. <laughs> so we were, and then my wife uh, essentially grew up in the church. Uh, by the way, that's Edgemere Free Methodist Church, and um, that's also in Baltimore County. And the church has been really great. Um, I mean, they're hands down, the volunteers there are just like incredible um, throughout the years. They've, we, we've been able to pull off so many things to help so many people and impact things, but to go back to your original question of, of what it looked like beforehand, you know, we were busy and I want to say that my first thought is once the virus hit and we weren't really sure about it, I was actually getting ready to take our youth group on a retreat to um, this place called River Valley Ranch. And that's in Manchester, Maryland. It's an awesome place, by the way. Um, if you can check them out on Instagram, they do phenomenal things, but um, our trip got canceled because of the virus. And then, once that was done, then I kind of stepped back from the youth group and got on the team of how are we going to take this whole thing live. And uh, once we took everything live, we soon realized that, you know, for some reason, it's just a ton more work 
to go live when you, especially when you haven't been already. So things are kind of like mellowing out now that, now that we know we're kind of doing a little bit. Yeah. But you know, I, I told you my profession and coming home to my wife, my wife's a teacher and I have a two year old and a five year old, both daughters. Wow. So we're kind of in the thick of things with yeah. time management. So going back to my balance statement, when I said the hardest thing was balance, it's taking care of my daughters, making sure their needs are met. My wife and our relationship, our needs are you know, met. We're, we're hanging out with each other. We're not just going through the yeah. motions of trying to just make ends meet and right. et cetera, et cetera. And then, uh, then we've got the church, which we've led for quite some time and had the opportunity to do so. So the balance factor in there is the hardest part. Yeah. Um, you know, in a nutshell, Man. as easy yeah. as I can say it. I think there's a lot of worship leaders who are feeling that same way. Yeah. Not even worship, just people. I think like balance is such a tricky thing right now. Like I know even for me, like, you know, the days start blurring together and it, it's also like, instead of like getting up and go, like for me, like I work from home now. So it's like, you know, instead of going to the office now, I'm like working at home yeah. and yeah. How do you balance like family and work and, you know, thinking and also the anxiety of just like thinking about like, how do you best prepare and stay safe during all this? And yeah. And then on top of that, worship leaders have to worry about, you know, <laughs> how do we put together church for the weekend? And it's challenging, man. And I think it, what's going to be interesting too is going to see how do we, navigate out of this you know and how do we take that balance you know how do we even go back to real life after this it'll be interesting but thank you for what you're doing and thanks for just having this conversation thanks for joining us on the loop community podcast music from this episode is brought to you by john guerra from his album little songs make sure you check it out on apple music or spotify If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.